Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Excellent, ladies and gentlemen. Lovely to have you with us. It's episode four of our 12 Eggs of Easter. Sponsored by Bed365. Egg number four. Mm, Let's crack on. number four. <laughs> We're almost at a dozen. Oh, half a dozen. What are we talking about? Come half on. Dozen. The on. dozen eggs for Easter. Oi. 12 Eggs of Easter. We should have called it a dozen eggs of Easter. No. All right, Baker's dozen. Do an extra one. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no, let's not do that. <laughs> um, uh, we've got a whole team of eggs. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. this time it's the Leeds United 2001 Champions League side. Yeah, mm. nice. They were a dozen eggs, although a couple of them cried off. A few of them, <laughs> well, uh, understandably, we'll get to that perhaps. Um, but yeah, Leeds United—they all shaved their heads, of course, for that semi-final against Valencia, which was, leg. shall we say, uh, well, the first leg I think was refereed by Mr. Pierluigi Colina, fellow egg first of this egg. twelve eggs of Easter. Yes. Second egg, second egg, first egg was over. Co- no, I mean the first egg of the. Fixture. Oh yeah, true. He was a primary egg. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, you know, it was played over two eggs. I'm, I'm going mad. <laughs> God, I'm first losing egg. it already. Sorry, yeah. Four sorry. First egg. I'm, second I'm going to be gibbering by the end of this. <laughs> yeah. First egg. Oh, Jimmy. I like that now, Jim. It's good. <laughs> well, yes, of course. Uh, David O'Leary was in charge of this side, and my no, Aggie babies. No, yeah. no one's touching my eggs. Mm. Um, <laughs> all right, do David, not, do not crack my eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, don't poach my eggs clearly I'll make, an omelet. I'll make an omelette later <laughs> no one's beating my eggs <laughs> um, so uh, where are we uh, yes uh, he took charge when Graham George Graham 
parted ways with Leeds United. Egg? Another egg? Yeah. Egg in a nest. nest. Yeah. Half comb over egg in a yeah. nest. Egg Cor- in a... Corrupt egg. Egg in a brown... Egg in a brown envelope. That's just seeping out of the corner. Yeah. yeah. Disgusting. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> but David O'Leary... Brown paper egg. <laughs> David O'Leary took over in the late 90s. And Leeds were great in those days. Yes. They were fantastic. A lot of neutrals loved. I loved watching them. They were a great team at the time. It's fantastic to watch. And it's, you know, basically whenever Leeds has spoken about in this era, it's what happened next is is the headline, isn't it? And people don't really take much time to talk about how good this team were because they just feel like, oh, you know, they were, you know, they bet the farm and they they, they couldn't back it up because of the failure to qualify for the Champions League and, you know, pay about the loans they'd made. But um, they were a, a really interesting team because when you look back, for a team that did so well, obviously Rio Ferdinand went on to have an amazing career and, and it was a very iconic player. They had some good players, but there aren't that many sort of mm. huge names mm. in they, there. They it was over, about team ethic. They and, kind of overspent on some kind of, like, who would end up just being jobbers, I guess, yeah. in the Premier League, which is quite interesting. Yeah, but it was all about the, the team spirit, as you say, mm. and which, which is why they all shaved their heads. You know, that yes. shows that the team spirit... Um, but they, they had some notable players, oh. <laughs> notable eggs, they would tell Olivier out. Decor was a great yeah. player. He was an excellent player. Mark Viduca. I mean, uh, they, they were across the board, weren't they? David Batty was very good at that time. So, and and Boyer as well. Yeah, oh, Boyer was really... I'll tell you what. It's a strange Boyer, because of what the kind mm. of character he what, what allegedly was and the kind of things that went on, um, people under... under uh, they forget he was... There were two seasons. The, first, the season before this one, this is the 2000-2001 season when yeah. they got to the semi-final. We're talking about when they all became eggs. The year before that, they were in the UEFA Cup. Mm-hmm. I think across those two seasons... Semis of the UEFA Cup, I think. They yeah, they did. They, they were beaten by... I can't remember. A that. Turkish team, I think. Anyway, the... Though, across those two seasons, Boja scored 11 goals in Europe uh, and from midfield. Yeah. And he was absolutely brilliant. Well, it was that... It was Galatasaray. Oh, it was the Galatasaray. That, it was course, that, that infamous game, sure. uh, events sure. that happened in uh, sure. Istanbul. And, so. and But I think it goes underplayed how good um, Boja was at, at that point. He was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He, he really was. I He's mean, got so many important goals in their Champions League run yeah. as well. Yeah. They had such a youthful team as well. Um, but of course, the, the moment we're talking about is that semi-final against Hector Cooper's Valencia. Valencia were a brilliant side back then. I mean, yeah. a, a team that included Canizares in goal, Anglomar, Ayala... Former Saints manager, Pellegrino, Maurizio, yeah. uh, Mendieta, Aymar, Big John Carew, even Didier Deschamps was on the bench, played I think, from, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for a bit. I mean, that was littered with, with star quality. Did they have Vicente? He went on to manage Brighton. He, yeah, he, he went to Brighton, yeah. Oh, played, no, played Brighton. He played didn't, for, yeah, he played for him, didn't manage him, of course. That's right, yeah, yeah. He, he was there. Yeah. Um, but Leeds qualified for the Chapman's League the, the previous season when, as I say, O'Leary took over from George Graham. And they were in a group with Milan, Barcelona and Besiktas. Oh, mate. They yeah. played some teams that year. They played um, Barcelona that year, yeah. Real Madrid. They played Because it, it was the year when there was two group stages. Was yes. Real Madrid yeah, they played yeah, Real Madrid they, in the second group. They oh. played Lazio. They played Deportivo when they were good as well. That's right. Mm. Yeah, it was it was it was a hell of a hell of a, a, a bunch of games out that, to play. That is out of the frying pan and into the fire. I think we <laughs> <did> agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were they were panned by Barcelona four 0 in yeah. their first uh, group stage match. Now again, we, we spoke last time about the Bulgarians being beaten three 0 by Nigeria in their first game. Yeah. Beaten by Barcelona four 0 it's kind of like well, welcome to the big leagues kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not a good start. Um, but they would they would they would go on and get results against Barcelona. They won one 0 at home to Milan with with a last minute Boya goal, which I think Dida completely fluffed. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Uh, and 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 they got them going, and they needed a result in Milan, and and Dominic Matteo scored. 
They got one all, didn't they? They won all. Amazing yeah. to see. I remember watching that lead side in these great arenas like the San Siro and whatnot, thinking, bloody hell, they're getting a result here. And they had to qualify for that tournament. I don't know what pot they're in for the first group stage, but they got Barcelona, Milan and Besiktas. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's I mean. a tough yeah. group. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then beat Deportivo in the quarterfinals, winning the first leg 3-0. They missed they won... their second group, Spelzy. Well, okay, group well, far away. Lazio... And Real Madrid yeah, in the second group. It's a bit of a gimme, though. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, Lazio, of course. Uh, they won in Rome, beat Lazio in Rome. They did. It was yeah. a great win, yeah. And, uh, yeah, again, playing in the Bernabeu, seeing this lead side uh, doing that was, was incredible. And when they beat Deportivo 3-0 in the quarterfinals in the first leg, they blitzed them. They showed their, their youthful exuberance and that team spirit. And everyone was like, bloody hell, this, yeah. they could do something here. Yeah, well, exactly. This is, again, almost an unknown quantity. because We don't know how how far this potential can go. And it's, it's a real interesting sort of look at how times change if you read assessments of it from the time. Now, obviously, it's easy to be revisionist, um, as we've touched upon before, but this is this is from a, an article in The Telegraph by Paul Hayward, who's just broadly sort of talking about this team. And just a couple of quotes that really stand out that seem mad to think about now, but, you know, this is how they were viewed at the time. Peter Ridsdale, the popular Elland Road chairman, <laughs> promised in his annual report this year to drive forward the development of the brand, uh, which I think he did, but not <laughs> yeah. off a cliff, you might say. Um, and uh, this is uh, from a, from an insider, in quotes, on David O'Leary and his style and the sort of, you know, the way run things at the club. Is this called a managerial genius? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, the full quote is, he's uh, switched Brian Kidd from being head of youth development to first team coach. He did that the day after the 4-1 win over Anderlecht, one of our best performances of the season. The next morning he said, right, I'm changing the coaching staff. That's managerial genius. And, um, and uh, Sorry, I, I, I completely agree. It stood out to me as well. And and, the, and David O'Leary is 60 now. Mm. So in, a, in another timeline, mm-hmm. he'd be at the absolute peak of his managerial powers. Yet, for whatever reason, I don't fully know the reasons, and maybe it's his own choice, and good on him if it is. Obviously up to him. He's nowhere. I mean, he's yeah. managed Leeds, of course, did what he did there. Well, I a bit think, of Aston Villa, a bit of Al Athley or whatever it was. I think he had uh, something to do with his son. Was it? Okay. I think his son was trying to get in. I uh, forget now, which is poor, but he's basically committed to helping um, his son. I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. Post Leeds, he then. He was at Villa for a while, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he didn't really do anything. Leeds was. Um, in microcosm, he was a bit Frank Reichardt, Frank Reichard, if you know yeah. what I mean by that. Um, but I know in, 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 in latterly um, he's uh, been involved in um, uh, his son's pursuits and uh, more, right, okay. more, perhaps an honourable thing to do. So he's found something else he wants to do. Yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah, yeah. But on, on, you mentioned a second ago that they played um, Deportivo. I did. They were the champions of Spain at that time. Yes. Mm-hmm. The only season they'd ever won the, the, the championship in Spain. Mm-hmm. So they're the best Deportivo side ever. Basically. That's right. That's right. I mean, yeah. they nearly buggered it up. They lost the second leg 2 deal. I remember, yeah. <laughs> but it was enough. It was enough. But yes, uh, so many people like this Leeds side. You really you really can't uh, underestimate it. People talk about dirty, dirty Leeds and sometimes no one likes us. Well, they did like them back then. goes to show how these things in football can, can go through different fads and whatnot. And Leeds played Valencia in that semi-final. Valencia knocked Arsenal out in, in the previous round on away goals. And... Uh, it was it was a very good Valencia side, as we say. They drew the first leg nil nil at Ellen Road, and people were a little bit um, concerned uh, for Leeds. But we'll talk about that second leg after this, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to the 12 Eggs of Easter, everybody. Sponsored by Bet365. It's that second egg against Valencia. All the players shaved their heads. They became eggs. Oh, Danny Mills was already an egg. Yes, he yeah. was. Terrible pundit yeah. egg. Um, but Ian but Hart... He's, he's a football egg at the time. Ian Hart apparently was getting married that summer. Mm-hmm. Fair and enough. He, and he said, I'm not going to shave my head. I think that's poor. Lee Bowyer <laughs> and Jonathan Woodgate, who were involved in an ongoing court case, probably thought, Having a shaved head is maybe not the best look. No, I think, they were, I think they were literally advised by their lawyers to not do it. Really? <laughs> but, but, so, but yeah. Given that this apparently the head shaving was a spontaneous thing. Yeah. The idea that like, I'll just call my lawyer. Maybe, I'll yeah. Just, maybe. I want to do it, but let me call but, my lawyer. At the same time, Jonathan Woodgate making a good decision yeah. is also a bit <laughs> of a Especially at that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, indeed. So everyone saw the unity of that squad when they all turned out against Valencia with shaved heads, apart from, yes, as we say, a few of them. But it was, it was really funny. It was yeah. quite incredible to see that. I yeah. feel, do you know who I feel sorry for? Go on. Robert Molinar. Who wasn't there? It was an, already an egg, right? Uh-huh. But had been put out on loan to Bradford, just uh-huh. down the road, and probably looked back and thought, oh, "I would have fit right in there." I was the original egg. This is yeah, my time to very much shine. Yeah. <laughs> my face fits here. Yeah. yeah. Well, Peter Ridsdale, um, obviously the then chairman, as you mentioned earlier, Jim said that he would have tried to stop it because of the image it portrayed of the shaved-headed English hooligan. Mm. You know. Yeah, I mean they're actually players though. And what who who <laughs> and would they're not look, all English. <laughs> who would look at Lee Bowyer and Jonathan Woodgate and think that they're English hooligans? Well right? they didn't shave their heads, did they? <laughs> exactly. Um but the court, Ironic. The court case, yeah. What about Mark Viduka? He looked tough with his shaved yeah. oh, I mean, he looked tough anyway, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um Risdale said he, he understood it and thought it showed the players' unity. I'd like to suggest that it had an averse effect, gentlemen. Yeah? Well, they got battered. They got so. beat 3-0. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't very good. And I'd like to bring to the, to the table that it was reminiscent of another side who did something similar but not the same. So these aren't eggs. But Romania 94. Yes, mm. uh, 98. Mm. 98, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. They all bleached their hair blonde after they'd uh, secured their place in the second round. And Adrian Illy, who was a brilliant player and one of the stars in that side, said that a couple of days before... Um, the first match against Colombia, the reason why they did that was because they asked their manager, Angel Iordanescu, if he'd shave his head, and he agreed. And the player said, well, they dye their hair too then, you know. Right. If you do something, we'll do something. And uh, they didn't tell anyone that they were going to do this, so it was a secret until they t- they got to the stadium. Yeah. Again, back in those days, you could... Yeah. There wasn't so much... Um, no Insta. Uh, no Insta. Uh, and a manager said afterwards that he felt it created a holiday-like atmosphere and the players were too relaxed. Now, this... Romania side were a very good side. Mm-hmm. They'd beaten Colombia, they'd beaten England, 
And then against Tunisia, they drew. Now, they didn't need to win. They were already through, but still. And then they were put out by um, Croatia in the following round. A good Croatia side. So it's not a disgrace. It didn't fall off a cliff. But that, they all the players... But that's what the coach thinks. Well, that's what the coach know, thinks. Yeah. And that's what one or two others th- said. And actually, the now um, disgraced uh, Michel Platini yeah. said that teams shouldn't <laughs> do this going forward as it had a detrimental effect. Now, that was three years before Leeds did that. Yeah, and I, I yeah. honestly think you look at the result. And I know Valencia was a tough place to go, and maybe they could have been beaten three 0 The Mustaya was amazing then. Though. It was, yeah. and maybe they could have been beaten three 0 on another night there. Who knows? But that again, that kind of holiday atmosphere and whatnot. Well, Risdale saying it was good for team spirit and whatnot. I just thought I'd mentioned. Yeah, the I, I think it's a, a, a fair point though, isn't it? Because um, you know, the, 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 an atmosphere is is. It's a delicate thing when it has to be professional as well as sort of cordial and, mm. and fun. And you don't want things seeming too much like a like a gang of lads rather than a team of players. And yeah. that's I think that very much indicates that it may be gone too far oh, that way. You're right when you're riding on a unicorn in England. Well, well I was going to say, yeah. but, but this is, again, you can take this one <laughs> or two ways because... Let's let's not forget the sides they'd already beaten to get there. But but my I think my point is just having a look into that Romania situation... I just wonder if they actually had it spot on, and it created an negative atmosphere. <laughs> well played, yeah. sir. Yeah, negative, and you don't even change it. If it's not, if it's not, if, it, if the eggs not aren't, well, no, there wouldn't be eggs. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, I, I, I want. I just want to add a couple of things about the players because you guys have maybe it's unfair to say you've glossed over the players they they had. But we want the starting lineup for that that night. Say again. Nigel Martin in goal. Yeah. Hart, Matteo, Ferdinand, Mills back four. Kuhl, Decor, Batty, Backer, Viduka and Smith up front. Yeah, it's a good team. And I, and I, th- I think... Wilcox that... on the bench. Yeah, Jason Wilcox. Yeah. I forgot about him. <laughs> I, I, Danny Murphy, when I worked with him on TalkSport once, told me that Olivier Decor was one of the best players he'd ever played against. Love the he, yellow card. He, he did. He said he saw him absolutely dominate Steven Gerrard mm. in a game once. And I think Gerrard had to kick him out of the game the following game. I think he, he fouled him early and Decor got off injured. Um Viduka was a great striker. Strong. That season, and no one remembers this because everyone remembers the Liverpool-Newcastle 4-3s. There was a Leeds 4-Liverpool 3 and Viduka scored all four he in that all game. Four. And that's what I remember at the time, I was about 19 at the time, thinking this is the best forward performance I've seen for such a long time. He was amazing. Yes, he was so good. He was so strong, but yet had such a deft touch as well. Absolutely. Alan Smith contributed a lot of goals that season oh before. I mean, don't say this very often, before Alex Ferguson ruined him. Mm. He was a he was a really exciting forward. Um, Michael Bridges was really cute, quite slow, but quite almost like a Teddy Sheringham type guy, uh, but not as good. And Bowyer was, as I said before, was brilliant. Harry Kuehl was a great player. Oh my goodness! You know, they, they did Harry have some Kuehl. good players. Just I because loved they didn't, Harry Kuehl. Yeah, he was just, the he was the Kuehl in the crown. He was, but mm. just because they didn't necessarily go on and achieve amazing things at other clubs, um, they were. This was a very much a team yeah. of a moment. Oh, very much. Well, so. Kuehl almost... won the Champions League, did he not, with Liverpool? Yeah, did, but yeah. It was, his, his <laughs> time at Liverpool was still... <laughs> sure. Okay, you know what you're doing. Um... Well, <laughs> Mate, he went one step further than that lead side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, indeed. And but... With hair as well. Yeah. <laughs> and almost injured to death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like Leicester, isn't it? Not Obviously, they didn't go on to... to achieve what Leicester achieved but it is that it could only have happened then mm-hmm. in those circumstances yes. that they could have you know done as well as they did Yeah, I, th- I think everyone was really gutted when Valencia sort of brushed them aside yeah. well Nigel Martin didn't really have a chance with any of the goals and, I was just mm. like, I was just, and then Alan Smith piled in on a which he, he did got he sent off I think he sent off it was a case Shocking. Of, it was a, <laughs> eggs or no eggs it was a case of they did really well to get the semi-final they got to the semi-final that's probably how far they deserved to get and Mendieta yeah. went nah the second mm. half of their exactly they're playing one of the, I mean one of the greats you know Mendieta 
the, the second half of their domestic season, they were amazing that year as well. I think they forced themselves into third place or fourth place, maybe, which, uh-huh. which was an, another qualification for the UEFA Cup. And as Jim mentioned at the top of this, that's what started to cause their financial problems because they didn't get into the Champions League where the money was because fourth place in those days wasn't Champions League. It was UEFA mm, Cup. Yeah. Um, but the second half of that season, they're absolutely fantastic. The financial problems, which, by the way, they're arguably still suffering from now. It's yeah, only with yeah. Bielsa at the helm, they might force their way back into the Premier League at time recording to, to try and almost close that narrative and finish that story for once and for all, almost mm-hmm. 20 years later. So at the time, they were brilliant. They probably deserved to get as far as they got. They were fantastic eggs. They were, it's something a bit different, isn't it, doing a team of eggs? I know what you mean. A but, dozen eggs almost. But like Humpty Dumpty, they had a great fall. They did. <laughs> uh, you have to say, don't you? And Peter Rizdow's horses and men couldn't put them together again. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, the, the funny thing is when they went when they went down from the Premier League, they they, they had a lot of the, those players in that yeah. side. There was uh, Viduka was playing. Yeah, it was funny, it was, wasn't it? It, like, it, it? Every member of that team was a transfer target for someone. But apparently... You know, when it started, things started to get really bad, and like dinner ladies were getting fired and stuff mm. like that. Players were just disappearing, like it would seem like week on week. Yeah, yeah, discipline wasn't their strongest on. suit. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, exactly. Well, when David O'Leary left, Terry Venables came in for a short while before Peter Reid did as well. Yeah, I mean that just shows you how yeah. that was the season that Rizdale left, right? I think Viduka so. was still playing for them. He's still banging the goals in then. Yeah, and then the following season they got relegated, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh four, oh three, oh four. I think they finished fifteenth today. Yes. Then, quite, no, yeah. no, 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 no. 03 04 is the season they got relegated. Oh, was it the season? 02 02 03, they came 15th. Sorry, right, yeah. 03 04, they came second bottom. Yeah. Uh, and they, and they, I think on goal score, they were above Wolves, but, they, but then Wolves and Leicester were relegated. That was the season, I think, under Moyes, where Everton always went down. That's right, yeah. But they just, uh-huh. just managed to, to stay out of it. But, but that moment was amazing when they, they trotted out for that second leg against Valencia. They all became eggs. They did. Apart from a few, as we say. <laughs> and and they gave us such a, a, an amazing uh, watch in that Champions League campaign. That yeah. One that many people won't forget if ever saw it. Certainly not Leeds fans, anyway. No, they won't. So, so uh, uh, thank you very much, uh, everybody, for listening to episode four of our 12 Eggs of Easter, sponsored by Bet365. Again, we're back tomorrow. was a Radio production. What's the most amount of eggs you've seen in one place? 50. <laughs> 50 eggs, where? Paul Newman's film. Oh, cool yeah. Hand cool Hand Luke. Uh, 50 hard-boiled eggs in one go. I saw 12 in a packet once. How many eggs could you eat in a go? Mm, you two, couldn't do 50. Two or three. I couldn't do hard. <laughs> I don't really like hard-boiled eggs. Jim, you don't even like eggs at all, do I you? I don't, no. You don't eat any kind of egg? Oh, I will eat it in other things, obviously. A like cake a cake, for example. <laughs> yeah, and I, I know I'm weird, and I've tried. It's just eggs and I, we see things differently. I had three eggs Saturday morning. I had three eggs last night for dinner. Ooh. On, on toast, scrambled. How do you like the eggs in the morning? I like mine with a kiss. Shaved heads. My yeah. problem with eggs is that they taste of egg. And if anything else tastes of egg, you, like you, you, well, you go, oh, God, yeah. this, I don't know. Taste of egg. Bored yeah, or fried, this, this I'm satisfied. <laughs> yeah, as long as I Jim, get you my you've been to egg. Greg's? You know I have. Eggs, eggs, E-double-G-S eggs.
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.